Big week. Big week. <laughs> this is Apian, episode 29, Burning a Box of Kittens, on Sunday, March 24th, 2013. And now, that's how you meet women, Matt. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Deck guest, Kyle Shaplowski. Well, I had a pretty boring week, actually. I, uh, boring week? What's boring about your week? Well, so I was I was on spring break, right? And uh, when I went home, I, I made the conscious decision not to bring my desktop with me and not to do any, like, real video gaming. That sounds so, like the worst decision I've ever heard in my entire life. Why well, would you do something terrible like that to yourself? Because I knew that I wasn't going to be starting any big games anyway because Bioshock Infinite is coming out in two days, and so I'll be spending lots of time playing that when it comes out. And uh, I didn't want to, you know, get started on, like, you know, Dead Space or something and then, you know, get myself invested and then have to quit that for Bioshock Infinite. You can't do uh, concurrent gaming at the same time. I'm so bad at that. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've got, like, 12 games going on right now at the same time. Yeah, and how many of those do you actually, like, remember what was going on? Yeah, that's my problem. (laughs) I end up restarting the campaign or something and being like, oh... Damn it! I don't remember anything about this. But yeah, so instead of uh, instead of playing real games, I was uh, I sat around, read some web comics, and um, I played some games on my tablet, which you know just isn't the same. No, it really isn't. Nope. What about you, Ian? I had a wonderful week. Wonderful. Wonderfulest yes. week I've ever had. Slash S. Uh. If you couldn't hear the amount of sarcasm in my voice, I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, sarcasm can be a tricky thing. Uh, only if it's over texts. Um, but, oh, let's see. Wednesday, I found out that I was, or that one of my favorite professors is going to be retiring at the end of next year, uh, which is a bummer, but understandable. Thursday, I found out that I didn't get rehired as a CF, and I got dumped earlier today. Oh, what a world. Boo! Those people suck. She doesn't know what she's missing out on. Well, neither does maybe life. she does. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who can't see how awesome you are clearly doesn't deserve you. <laughs> well, again, she was just dealing with stuff, so it's not as if it's really her fault. She was facing depression and couldn't handle having a really, or trying to maintain a long-distance relationship on top of that, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's a legitimate excuse. Yeah. How about you, Kepler? Been really busy at work, you know, worked 50 hours this week, so that was fun. Uh, on top of that, just been trying to do a whole lot of gaming and, uh, you know, working on getting over my, my girlfriend who broke up with about a month ago. That's always fun. Yeah. So where do you work? I work at a, oh, I don't know if I told him you guys this, because I think it happened rather before I, last time I was guesting. Told me, but... <clears throat> yeah, I work at a uh, medical supply company, Smith's Medical. I'm a quality assurance test engineer. Wait, so, do you taste everything then? Yes, I taste all the drugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> only the catheters. Only the catheters, yes. Uh, no, I'm working on uh, medical infusion pumps. Um, so basically I'm just testing them to make sure that they all work as they say that they're supposed to. You know, I design all the tests and write them and test them and, you know, send them off to the FDA or prepare them to be sent to the FDA. 
so that we can validate them and make them acceptable for human use. Sweet. I don't know if people really understood that, but that was me doing the best I can to dumb it down. <laughs> yeah. Basically, they test to make sure that stuff is working and that it's safe for people to use. Exactly, that it won't kill people, because that's bad. I wish they tested my motherboard better. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the problem. Is you know, The medical devices tend to get a little bit more extensive testing. Since, you know, your motherboard being faulty won't, you know, cause someone to die as opposed to someone getting twice as much morphine as they were meant to. I could have I suffocated know. from the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and what if someone was texting you via Google, I need help right now, and you, you, they were about to tell you where they were, Whoosh. and all of a sudden your computer dies. Huh? Huh? Uh, well, then I have my tablet or my laptop or, you know. Shh, you're ruining the analogy. Oh, right. <laughs> it's all Asus's fault. Dang you, Asus. Here's the reason that people die. Ah. <laughs> I should sue you. This is America. Yes, America. <laughs> talk things out with words we sue it out with. Exactly. Wait, suing involves lots of words. Like, an ungodly number of words. Yes. It's more attrition. <laughs> but it's more of using those words to tell people why they're wrong. That's America. That's America. Sounds like the internet, too. <laughs> Americans know what they like. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I suppose. All right. Shall we get into headlines this time? Yeah. I suppose. So the award-winning designer and creator of the Ultima franchise, Richard Garriott, also known uh, as Lord British, has created a Kickstarter for his brand new project called Shroud of the Avatar Forsaken Virtues. This game will be a reimagining of the beloved world that he created, but will instead focus more on player choice rather than level grinding, which definitely sounds like a good idea to me. Also, uh, there we have a link to an interview done by the friendly people over at Rooster Teeth. Uh, they interviewed Richard Garriott, and he explains the game and some of his previous works. Awesome, awesome interview, by the way. I watched all of that, and it was fantastic. So, was it as good as ours from last week? Or have you not listened to ours from last week? Well, I, I, I actually have listened to yours from last week, you know. I, I te- I, I'm I, trying to be more of a dedicated fan to this show since, you know, I'm <laughs> trying to be the one who's on it the most often. <clears throat> I think he's sucking up to us. You guys are wonderful. I would never do something like suck up to you. No, you got to suck down. Ew. That's on time. <laughs> All right. So, backers of the Oculus Rift were expecting to get a copy of Doom 3 BFG, but the game won't be supported at launch. There are several compensation options, including Steam credit, Oculus Store credit, or you can opt for a full refund if you are completely disillusioned by this turn of events. Dungeon Defenders 2 has been announced. In addition to co- into a co-op tower defense mode similar to the one in the original, there will be a competitive MOBA mode. The game will be free to play, and it will be cross-platform on PC, Mac, Android, iOS, and web. You know, you know it's just pronounced MOBA, right? <laughs> no. What is MOBA? MOBA are games. Oh, that's what it is. Yep. Whatever. Legends, Dota, stuff like that. Whatever. I, it, it I haven't played them enough to know that. I know it's a relatively new type of gameplay. Yep. Yeah. Somewhat, I suppose. So, with so many kids who play Minecraft, uh, lots of parents have had to become server administrators. And uh, Minecraft Realms aims to help those guys out by providing servers run by Mojang that are guaranteed not to have compatibility issues created by mods. And apparently, like, Mojang has gotten lots of letters from parents who wanted this service already, so they already have, you know, 
um, a a base for for a customer base for that. Hmm. Cool. Any way to make Minecraft easier to play for people. Oh, kids. <laughs> All right. So, SimCity had a legendarily rocky launch, but despite that, it is the best-selling title in the series. 1.1 million copies in the first two weeks. That and he, tasted like chips. He is giving those who bought SimCity the choice of one free game from these options. Battlefield 3, Bejeweled 3, Dead Space 3, Mass Effect 3, all the threes, apparently. Um, Medal of Honor Warfighter, Need for Speed Most Wanted, Plants vs. Zombies, and SimCity 4 Deluxe Edition. So apparently if you don't like the new SimCity, you can go play the old one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this one isn't good enough for me. Well, with all the social features. And also, uh, because of the absolute and utter failure of the SimCity launch, uh, the a game modder created a mod that allows the game to be played offline, and you know, so it doesn't have all of the essential so- social features that EA claims that are necessary for the game to run. Essentially, sounds like an upgrade to me. Mm-hmm. Well, you mean you want to play your game? You're going to have to buy a little bit more for an activation key. Uh, Fez is coming to Steam on May 1st. Phil Fish is also in talks with Sony to bring it to Vita. And Ouya and the iOS versions are possible as well. Weird, because, you know, I've been playing Fez on the Xbox for a while now, so... Yes, yes. If only you guys would have adopted some other types of hardware. You know, you could be playing awesome games like Fez. Well, if we had sponsors, then I could uh, afford to have, you know, all four or five consoles that are out right now. If I had time... (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's, the other that's, more time. <laughs> that's what I find now. I have the money to actually purchase these things. I don't have the time anymore. <laughs> but whatever. So, EA's CEO is stepping down, effective March 30th, because he is accountable for the company earning less than their financial guidance said they should. EA is currently looking for a replacement CEO. Hmm. Well... <laughs> Twisted Pixel, the creators of Splosion Man, Comic Jumper, and The Gunstringer, have just announced that they hired actor Freddy Rodriguez to be in their upcoming title, Loco Cycle, which appears to be about a motor- motorcycle that knows karate and drags the character behind the motorcycle throughout the entire game. It sounds just about as crazy as their previous works. Can anyone say Game of the Year? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. All right, so the PlayStation is getting an HD remake, HD remake of the classic Kingdom Hearts games on the PS2 for the PS3 console called Kingdom Hearts 1.5 Remix. And yes, that is actually the name. It will include Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, cinematics from 358 2 days, enhanced gameplay, and trophies. Still no word on Kingdom Hearts 3, or a Square will probably call it Kingdom Hearts 14% blah, 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 memories. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Also, speaking of which, Final Fantasy um, 10.10.2 HD Remake confirmed for North America, which you can pre-order on Amazon for just 40 bucks. Which, according to that, is apparently coming out tomorrow, or by the time that this uh, podcast comes out, it'll be today. Yeah. <laughs> or, or before that. Yeah. It would have been yesterday. <laughs> Something. We'll okay, figure it out. Ryan doesn't take that long. <laughs> God, speed the process here, man. You I mean, you can have them out immediately after we're done here. I mean. <laughs> so apparently Supergiant Games, the makers of Bastion, have revealed a sci-fi RPG that they are working on due to release in 2014 called Transistor. That actually looks really cool. I saw some of the other stuff uh, for it, as well as um, some videos. 
Oh yeah, they have, and it looks the the art style. You can definitely tell it's from the makers of Bastion, and it is gorgeous. Is it similar to how Bastion plays, or is it a different kind of? Yeah, gameplay? it looks like this. Yeah, it looks like the gameplay is also similar. Um, but like the the weapons obviously had, look like they're going to be acting slightly different and modern looking as opposed to steampunk looking. Yeah, I would like to hope so, since it's a sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Bastion, the Humble Bundle is transitioning into selling one game each week instead of having you know this big bundle of them for several weeks. And the first game is Bastion. So uh, and then also they're transitioning from instead of you know you getting more games for paying more than the average, you get merchandise and you know like the soundtrack and stuff like that for paying more than the average. Oh, that's really cool. I'm gonna go check that out after I'm done saying my next. Thing. All right. So, an animated short film based on Borderlands is being made by Gearbox in collaboration with the Academy of Art. I'm going to check that out, too. Indeed. That sounds really cool. All right. So, when the Wii U first launched, they weren't selling any 18-plus games on their online store in Europe. This was done to conform to German law. After demonstrating that their parental control system was quite adequate, Nintendo has now lifted the restriction. That's good. Who doesn't want to be playing those 18-plus games on a Wii U? Okay, so you guys are... I hate it how everybody talks about the Wii U as if it's the Wii. Alright? The Wii U does have (laughs) real games on it. Alright? Like what? Like, Zombie U. Two seconds, guys. I watched my okay. I watched Sam play Zombie U, and yeah, I was I was getting like really tense from watching him. At you know, even though I wasn't playing and I wasn't supposed to be invested in it, I was like. But look at their other library of games. They've got Mario games, and they've got. Well, that's fine. That's just what Nintendo themselves make. But they actually have third-party people making stuff for the Wii U now. I guess, but it's, it's like Zombie U looks like something I'll pick up for like fifteen minutes and be like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> That's your decision. Fair enough. So, Firaxis is coming out with a new competitive strategy game for iOS this spring called Haunted Hollow. The point of the game is to expand your ha- expand your haunted mansion to encompass the whole town, but there's also a mansion on the other side of town trying to do the same thing. A Warhammer 40k mobile game has been announced. It's being developed by Roadhouse Interactive. It's a side-scroller where the player controls a space marine fighting the Orc Menace. So in case you were too young the first time Duke Nukem 3D was released, you can now get it on Steam. Awesome. Yeah. Now I can own it in all places. I hear that it's better than the, uh, you know, Duke Nukem Forever. Duke Nukem Forever. What a quality game right there, let me tell you. <laughs> Especially that mission where I had to go grab dildos, a condom, and popcorn for a stripper. <laughs> I remember that. I <laughs> I am done. Thank you, Duke Nukem. I'm glad you've destroyed all my childhood memories. And weren't there a bunch of mini games in that level as well? Like you could play pinball, or you could play like uh, um, air hockey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> like uh, you could. You know, I also loved about that level was the fact that you could go around and like pick up the beers and get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic quality gameplay right there. I remember playing the pinball, and, like, the first game that I played, I just did terribly, and he was like, I have balls of fail, and I'm like, shut up, Duke! <laughs> you are awful. Oh, my God. I, I remember only playing those because there was achievements tied to them, and I'm just trying to figure out what the heck. Why am I sitting here playing pinball in a Duke Nukem game when I should be shooting aliens in the face? 
Ah, this game sucks. <laughs> well, see, that was your decision. Yeah, that's true. I guess I got plenty of enjoyment out of it. I got the $10 of enjoyment out of it that I paid for it, so there we go. Okay, I'm back. You were gone? Yeah. <laughs> we had no idea. I missed you. Momentarily. I was... Um, the CF who's on duty tonight, who is one of the nicest people who I know dropped by just to double-check on me. Aww. See how I was doing. That was even just for having not gotten not having gotten hired. She didn't even know that I had gotten dumped until I told her. So she's just one of those wonderful people. It's like that. Sounds like one of those quality people. Mm-hmm. Is she single? No. Oh. Oh dang, Lois, just get on that. Oh 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 oh! We'll kidnap her. <laughs> Forcing people to date you. I mean, this is clearly a good decision. No, 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 Kyle, no. have you heard this? Have you heard this plan? Oh my gosh, it was perfect. What? So over the over the summer, uh, you know, we were Actually, both working. Actually, that girl is single now. So. Oh, hey. Um, no, so so Ian kept talking to the rest of us uh, aquatic staff. You know that hey, there's this girl who I really like, but she already has a boyfriend, and yada yada yada. And so I came up with the plan that the rest of uh, the rest of the uh, aquatic staff, we were going to you know put on disguise ourselves, kidnap her. And then Ian was going to come in, beat the crap out of us, and then rescue her. And then she would fall in love with him, and they would be dating and happy ever after. Sounds like a flawless plan to me. I haven't heard anything better. You know, there's nothing that could go wrong in that scenario. (laughs) Oh my god. And I mean, dude, Hoodoo was was in on the plan, and he thought it was a great idea. So we were ready to go. (laughs) Oh, we got your back. That's why I love Claudia's stuff. Uh, ridiculous. Well, I guess maybe we should get the show back on the road now that it's been derailed. Oh, right. <laughs> We're doing something, right? <laughs> so, Steam Early Access has launched with 12 titles available. Basically, there are alphas and betas of upcoming games. Obviously, we've been able to get uh, we've been able to get into these programs on Steam before, but now it's its own category. So, here's a deal that's definitely worth pursuing. If you buy God of War Ascension at GameStop, you can get all of the previous God of War games for free. What? Are you listening to me, Ian? Yes. For free. For free! And, ca- and then you just have to go get yourself a PS3. Okay. This kind of pisses me off, because I just recently bought all of the God of War games on my PS3, <laughs> and now I realize this is happening, and I'm just like, oh, great, you know? <laughs> what am I going to do now? Rage. This clearly, you know, I'm gonna have to demand that they take back my games, give me a full refund, and then give me free God of War. <laughs> oh my, that's just gorgeous. Actually, you probably could do that, and you would get well at least well, some money back if it's like within the last ninety days or something. I'm sure you. No, turn it was it was it's, it was several months ago that I bought that. Okay, it well, was like December. <laughs> oh, well, you can still go and try to man get two bucks back, and then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They can trade them in. And then you can buy it and have a little bit more money. So maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe. Let me. I'm going to open that one up too for later viewing. All right. So, can't get enough creativity with Minecraft on the Xbox? Well, Terraria is now coming to XBLA and PSN. So you can have hours of collecting and building with your friends. Unfortunately, Minecraft is still not on the PS3, and there is no mention of plans to ever have it poured over. I've been meaning to actually play Terraria. I've, I have bought it at one point and just have never managed to play Have you guys played it at all? Nope. Nope. I remember oh. when uh, it came out and all of my 
friends who had Minecraft were like, oh my gosh, Terraria came out! And then, like, I never heard anything about it afterwards. Pretty much all I know about it is from seeing my friend play it, and it just looks like a 2D animated version, anime version, of Minecraft. Aren't there, like, giant eyes that float around or something in the tank? Yeah, yeah, there's, like, enemies that come out at night, like giant eyes and demons and junk like that. Yeah, yeah, kind of crazy. I can see you. That's, That's really creepy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Screenshot. <laughs> uh, capture. Do it. Yes. Perfect. All right. So it looks like free-to-play was a good call for the old Republic. Uh, they have gained two million accounts since they made the shift. I, I heard that was a pretty terrible launch going on with the old Republic. I think the launch was fine, and then everybody, like, you know, level capped and finished with the storyline, and they're like, bored now, and then they left. <laughs> and I, I uh, did something really silly. And that's why Guild Wars is better. I recently started playing World of Warcraft, though. Started it? Yeah, I have, I've just... never played before. Why well, would you do such a thing? Well, you know, I recently started getting into... Uh, Blizzard games quite a bit, and I, you know, purchased uh, StarCraft Two and uh, Diablo Three, and I'm just like, oh, look at this! I can play World of Warcraft up to level twenty. Let's start playing that. Ah, yeah. At least you're not subscribing. No, 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 not at all. So Unity and Sony have made a new partnership. The Unity development platform will now be available for PS3, PS4, and Vita. Unity is very popular among independent developers, so we'll probably see an increased number of previously exclusive PC games being ported to the PlayStation. I think that was a very, very good move on Sony's part. Because, I mean, you know, the the PS3 has a terrible reputation for being really hard to develop for. That's very true. That's why it doesn't tend to get a lot of those uh, ports. You know, I think it's not even getting Minecraft or anything like that, you know? Mm -hmm. It's... That yeah, makes does, it unfortunate. Does it run Java? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> nope, nope. Not at all. Well, it isn't an Apple product, so... <laughs> so it's clearly superior at some point. As long as it's not running iOS, it's okay. Exactly. And I mean, then it might be able to run Java. <laughs> but running Java doesn't make it better. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. All right. So, um, the original company of yours will be getting Steamworks in order to... In order to retain online capabilities, Rock Band's weekly release of a new song is ending April 2nd, and the last song is American Pie. Pretty fitting. XCOM <clears throat> Enemy Unknown is coming to Mac in April and iOS this summer. The iOS version will apparently be a full port of the AAA game, which is pretty mind blowing if you think about it. Yeah. Like, how would they fit that on there? How would they get the controls on there? Well, the control. I mean, it's a turn-based game, so oh, okay. Um, you know, it's not too hard to you know you don't need to be fast at it. Okay, does that make sense? Also, did you get a free copy of that? I did, and I'm trying to trade that free copy of it for a copy of Tomb Raider. Okay, that sounds like a better decision. Instead of just giving it to me. Um, do you have Tomb Raider? No. <laughs> I want Tomb Raider. I'd get Tomb Raider before I got that game. So, sorry. Even if I get it, you're not going to be able to convince me that that's a good trade for me. Right. Well, yeah, because Katie's building her own desktop, and so, of course, when she bought a uh, graphics card, you know, they 
give you tons of free games with those things, and uh, yeah. Tomb Raider was one of them. Oh. oh, so you have Tomb Raider? No, Katie has Tomb Raider. I'm trying to convince her that trading me for uh, XCOM Enemy Unknown is a good idea. Is this yeah. uh, is this the Katie who we've had as a guest? Correct. Okay, the one with the PS3. Correct. And she already has Tomb Raider on PS3, so that's why she doesn't need it on PC. Ah, well. So perfect. Actually, exactly. I might get that to play over spring break. Which one? Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider. Ah, yes. Actually, that's not a bad idea at all. And then you can review it. Yep. Where okay. were we? Um, me. In addition to all of the other goodies that are being added with Civ V's upcoming expansion, XCOM soldiers are going to be a new unit. What? They are pretty. They are available pretty late in the tech tree and act as advanced paratroopers. Which sounds awesome. What? Oh, what? <laughs> there's a there's a screenshot on that article where it says um, that the XCOM soldiers uh, have destroyed an enemy giant death robot. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yep. Civ Five is just so much fun. Oh God, I gotta get back to playing that. I gotta play it. You haven't played it yet. <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> I've had the game for forever. It's just it didn't capture my attention right away, and I was it was at a time when I wasn't necessarily all that interested in playing it, so. Well, perfect timing. Yep. Get into it. So apparently oh, Daisy is... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you will. <sighs> now that I'm single. Perfect timing, right. So apparently Daisy is taking longer than expected. Uh, the alpha won't be out until after June. Oh, God, that's terrible. I want to play more Daisy now. Right I've now? been waiting. I've been waiting for the standalone version to come out because I don't want to buy Arma Two just to play Daisy. Oh, I already did. Yeah, that's it. Was the best decision I've ever made though because Daisy is fantastic. I'm not ever going to touch Arma Two, but playing Daisy is was worth buying Arma Two. <laughs> so, biggest news this week, right here: RuneScape <laughs> Three is launching this summer. The game client has been rewritten in HTML5 and WebGL, so those of us who don't have Java, <clears throat> Chrome OS, <clears throat> will be able to play it. Who uses Chrome OS? I do! <laughs> Where is it? Annabelle? Come here, Annabelle. <laughs> you named it? Of course I did. You mean the cat? No, the Chrome Annabelle. OS. Chromebug. Yeah. Oh, by the I way... Annabelle was one of Alicia's cat's names. I'm sorry for bringing her up. <laughs> I dropped this thing off of a off of a bunk bed this week, and it survived. Good. Wow, that's impressive. All of all of the plastic parts kind of popped off of each other, and I had to snap them all back into place. But it still runs. Good. Um, that's not that. No, that is very disconcerting. Kind of. Anyway, um. Parallax is an upcoming first-person puzzle game that twists gravity, gravity to its will. It's mind-bending and minimalistic in a similar fashion to Antichamber. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Always got to love cool uh, first-person puzzle games. Oh, yeah. CD Projekt Red is releasing RedKit to modders, giving them editing tools for their games. Gaming is the biggest category on Kickstarter, and we just found out that over $100 million has been pledged to the gaming category. Oh, my. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Nah. I got that sitting under my bed. (laughs) 
we don't have to wonder what to call double double fine adventure anymore. It's called Broken Age. It's like Dragon Age, but not. But, but well, broken. <laughs> it, it'll definitely be better because it's a double fine game. Or at least funnier. <laughs> it, it sounds like the alternate name for Dragon Age 2. <laughs> Broken Age. Oh, man. Uh, so, Craig the Psycho is Borderlands 2, 6 Vault... Sixth Vault Hunter. He is melee-focused, rushes in and enemies, and deals damage to keep himself alive. He arrives in May and will cost $10. He is not part of the season pass. That's exciting. We finally get to play as a psycho. Yeah. Well, that kind of sounds like uh, the route that uh, Bioshock 2 went, when they're just like, what's cool about Bioshock? Big daddies. What if you got to play as one? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was... Wasn't that Obsidian who made uh, Bioshock 2? Or who made that? Because it wasn't irrational. No. I'm not sure. Hang on, I'm looking at it. it also, I'm, I'm disappointed in my graphics card. It couldn't run... It, it was having trouble running Bioshock, and that Bioshock was twitchy. Oh, it was developed by 2K. Like, no other. Yeah. 2K. So, yeah, several of their in-house developers. Yeah. Speaking of Bioshock... I uh, I just finished uh, preloading Bioshock Infinite. Very exciting. So I can start playing it right away at midnight. Very exciting. Nah, we'd never be excited for something as silly as that. <laughs> Who likes video game launches anyway? It's so trivial. <laughs> video games? You know, I mean, video games are for people who just waste their lives, clearly. I remember when Portal 2 launched, and uh, the next morning in English class, you could look around and just know who had been playing all night, because we were all like zombies. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, so, for Portal 2, I didn't. Act, I, I pre-ordered it, but I had to go to the store to pick it up. So when oh. I did that, I, I had it in my backpack with me all day during classes, just so I could stare at it. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I would like, pull it out in classes, and people were just like, what is that? I'm like, it's Portal 2. And they're like, you brought it with you? I'm like, hell yes, I brought it with me. Did you just take it out and, like, smell it every once in a while? <laughs> yeah, it's got that great new game smell. Oh, it smells all plasticky and wonderful. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And then I promptly played that all night, all day. <laughs> Orange box. Dang it, I left my, my box for Orange Box back at home. Let's see, so what can I grab this up there? Oh, that'll work. Without tipping the whole thing. Oh, you got that on disc? Yeah. Huh. And you still had to put it, get it on Origin. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> right, I had to download it through Origin. I had to install Origin before I could play it. Wait, it didn't install from the disc? I thought Origin would be included on the disc. I don't think so. It weird. Says internet connection required for product activation. Well, yeah. I mean, you had to you had to create a Steam account and everything for the orange box, but like it still installed all of the files that were on the discs and then downloaded the updates that had come out since then. Right. So you don't actually have to have an internet connection to play the game. No, but well, you did need to have an internet connection initially to attach it to your Steam profile. Otherwise, it wouldn't let you play them. Right. Offline. All right, so that's it for headlines. Um, so let's get straight into reviews. Kyle, you've been playing uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate. Wow, that's a long title. Yes, it is. 
but it's a it's a very fantastic game that I don't think a lot of people are going to play. Um, have you guys ever played? Have you guys ever played the original like Castlevania Lords of Shadow, the remake? Um, Ian, you had a Castlevania game on your DS, right? Yes, but it wasn't that one. It is uh, not up there. <laughs> Actually, I had the one for the I had the one for the PSP as well, which kind of was shitty. That was uh, Castlevania: The Dracula X Chronicles. Oh, that had uh, Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood on it, right? Uh, uh, Rondo like of Blood and Symphony of the Night. Yes. Okay. I wasn't impressed. Symphony of the Night's a fantastic game. I don't know what you're talking about. That was like one of the best Castlevania games out there. Maybe oh. Rondo of the Blood. I don't know. I just didn't have fun with it. Well, Rondo of Blood is stupid. That's why it never officially came out in the U.S. until later, but whatever. <clears throat> so anyway, they, um, they a while back, decided that they were going to reboot the franchise, and they called the first game Castlevania Lords of Shadow, which I'm assuming you guys haven't played it yet, and you should go out immediately and play this game, because it is fantastic. Which, it, which um, system again? Um, I bought it on the Xbox. I, I know it's at least for the PS3. Um, I can check real quick and see. It might be for the PC, but I could be incorrect on that. Spaniel Lords of Shadow on Wikipedia. Um, let's see. Platforms, PS3 and Xbox 360. Okay. Well, regardless, it's a wonderful game. And if you can find some way to play it, do it, because it's awesome. It's, it's your hack-and-slash type of game, and it doesn't really make sense why it's a, a Castlevania game, because as we all know, Castlevania games have been about Dracula and defeating Dracula for that entire time. Yeah. <clears throat> but once you get to the end of it, you understand why it's a Castlevania game. Okay. So then comes uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, which follows three characters. We have... Uh, if you've played any of the Castlevania games, you'll know some of them. There's Simon Belmont, hmm. Alucard, no, and, and Trevor Belmont, which probably is a new one to you. Yes. Yes, because, surprise, surprise, he's Simon's father. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't a big spoiler for this game. but um, So, the original game, obviously, was in 3D, but this one goes back to its roots being on the 3DS and goes to the side-scroller, and it's the dungeon exploring, which I really enjoy with the Castlevania series, how you can explore the dungeons and go back to old places and unlock them, you know, hence hence the term Metroidvania for these types of games. But it's it's got this wonderful art style to it that looks very similar to the, the Lords of Shadow series, and they got all the same voice actors from the previous games to come back in for it, and I thought it was definitely worth the $40 that I spent for it. And I think that anybody who's a fan of Castlevania series or the Lords of Shadow should get this game in preparation for Lords of Shadow 2 coming out. <laughs> and that's supposed to be coming out later this year? It is indeed, and I am definitely going to be getting that on launch. Because <laughs> you do have the money now, just not the time. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why I was confused as to why you said that you started playing World of Warcraft. I'm like... That's a subscription-based game. Why the hell would you start playing that? That's just free-to-play. The free-to-play version of it. Okay. Well, no, I mean, but if he has money, being a subscription-based isn't so bad, but it's World of Warcraft, and he doesn't have time. Yeah. That's the bigger problem. You kind of need time to play and invest in an MMO. That's what I find most of the time. 
Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. That's why Guild Wars is wonderful. Because it's pay once, have all the wonderful games. And stories and everything like that. Indeed. And speaking of Blizzard games, I happen to have been playing another game as well. I recently picked up StarCraft II Heart of the Swarm expansion. Fantastic game. Fantastic. I don't know if any of you guys play StarCraft II. I played, um, let's see, Brood Wars uh, with uh, Leaf and, and uh, you know, those guys. Cracked version of Brood Wars. Yeah, a cracked version of Brood Wars, uh, you know, ten years after it initially came out, and... Uh, that's about all that I've done in StarCraft. Fair enough, fair enough. But uh, you seem to have gotten only the StarCraft 1 experience out of this. The StarCraft 2 yeah. experience is definitely a lot better and more refined. And they're go- the graphics are gorgeous. I have I have it. I haven't played it much, but I have it. <sighs> you should definitely get down to play Because, I mean, if there's ever an RTS game that does a campaign better than any other one out there, it's StarCraft 2. StarCraft II is fantastic. They have these gorgeous cutscenes that happen throughout the game, and just the way that you can upgrade your units throughout it, and they, they just make this storyline so seamless. It's it's wonderful. And you should definitely check it out. Like, this one, obviously the new expansion here is focused around the Zerg, so, as whereas the first one was focused around the humans, the Terran. Yeah. So, not my favorite race to play as, but they definitely made it interesting. <laughs> The storyline is fantastic, as per uh, StarCraft game. StarCraft 2 in the past has been. So, I would say... Who's your favorite race to play as? I I would probably say the Protoss. Toss. The Toss, yes. They require additional pirates. (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm not very good at StarCraft, so I tend to avoid the... uh, the online play because I don't want to get my ass kicked Which by Which is pretty funny because that's what most people, you know, buy it for. I know, I know, and I'm a weird gamer like that. But you know, I I really want those in-depth storylines, you know, when it I comes agree. to my gaming. So and, you fit on this show quite well. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. I, I I love my good share of uh, pretentious indie games too. You know, yes, quite, quite. Yes, quite. I love to be sipping some cognac and smoking a cigar while I play my video games. <laughs> So um, I heard I've been hearing a lot about you know people being worried that um, uh, you know Heart of the Swarm is going to completely disrupt you know the balance of the game and everything. Um, do you think do you think that it's uh, you know made it worse in that regards? Uh, I mean I don't know how much I can speak to the balance of the game because obviously like I said I'm not as big right. into the multiplayer aspect, but from what I've seen from it, uh, I don't think that the the Zergs seem OP at all. But, I mean, like I said, you know, I mean, I understand it's big in most of the world as being a competitive game, but I just think, why not just go in and play the campaign and enjoy it, you know, if, if you're yeah. really going to get it. Now, I've, I've also been kind of confused about, like, is this just kind of an expansion pack, or is it a completely different game, or, like, how does that work? No, so it's definitely an expansion pack. Uh, so if you have, you have to have StarCraft two in order to get this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot of money you'll be dropping. Considering the expansion is forty dollars or sixty dollars if you get the deluxe version, which really only comes with a few extra things like portraits and a different skin for your ultralisks and some other stuff for like World of Warcraft and Diablo three. So in my opinion, not really that worth it. 
Yeah, but, unless you're a huge Blizzard fan. Yeah, yeah. But those people have probably already bought it anyway. Right. But um, basically what it is is they've just added a few more units and, you know, upgrades for the Zerg and everything like that. And they've obviously the big thing was the entirely new campaign for the Zerg, you know, and I believe they're coming out with another expansion sometime in the future for the Protoss as well. So they have the three campaigns yep. for all, each race. So, so then when you, when you go into an online game, uh, people who don't have the Zerg expansion, will they not be able to play with others who want to use Heart of the Swarm? I would imagine that's how it works. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not sure I can say for sure since I haven't actually tried the multiplayer. Uh, right. Yet, but, I would imagine that the people who don't have the expansion wouldn't be able to play with people who do, because it's obviously there's, there's different units going on there. If, if they don't have them loaded on their game, how can they play with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's that's pretty similar to how Civilization V handles uh, expansion packs and DLCs uh, in multiplayer. You know, at the beginning at the beginning of the the game setup, you know, you say which DLCs you want to be available, and then people who don't have those DLCs can't play in that game. Right. It kind of reminds me of how, uh, I mean, I'm going to bring it back to Xbox here a little bit, like, you know, with Halo, you can say exactly, like, what, you know, map packs you have, and right. it filters those out based on, like, oh, these people can't play with you because they don't have these map packs, but you can play with, you know, I only want to play in these playlists, which don't have those map packs, so I can play with everyone, kind of thing. But I hear it's a successful game. It sold uh, over 1.1 million copies in two days, so I think people are definitely enjoying it. Which is a bit more impressive than SimCity's 1.1 million in two weeks. Yes. Really? I've never heard of StarCraft before. No, never. <laughs> can, can you imagine a huge Blizzard fan like listening to our podcast who just realized that Heart of the Swarm came out because he's listening to us? Like, oh my god, what? Where have I been all this time? <laughs> That's clearly a distracted Blizzard fan. <laughs> they were busy doing... I don't know, maybe they were in cryo-freeze, or... You know. clearly the only logical explanation <laughs> at that point. <laughs> or they were playing World of Warcraft, and clearly they were too absorbed into yeah, that. Because nobody on World of Warcraft is going to be talking about StarCraft either. Why, yeah, like, why would they? <laughs> World of Warcraft. you got to have your priorities. I know, they're probably all just sitting over there trash talking and reading it. <laughs> They're I was busy going. playing RuneScape. <laughs> this is going to be a great summer, man. <laughs> well, have you found out what you're doing yet? Before? Nope, but um, my mother sent me a ton more stuff that I can apply to, and oh, then and... and she said that if I am uh, staying in the cities, you know, for whatever I'm doing, and I'm living at home, that but she will hire me to do work around the house, oh. which will be awesome because our house is a freaking mess. Oh, I thought that you you were gonna have to pay rent. Was that last year? Um, yeah, that's I, I have to pay rent if I don't find like a job or a research project or something to do. Ah, well, Amy, you sure we can't just steal you? Uh, I mean, yes. If you want me to come and live with you, that would be great. At camp? Oh, at camp, right? I forgot that you're there. Um, yeah, that. I mean, if I don't, if I can't get anywhere else. I can't believe that nobody wants me. Why is that? You seem so experience. I mean, like all of the like applying to colleges, they all wanted me right away, you know. And like, and and then I get to college and I'm applying to internships, and everybody's like, "No, 
Welcome no, not the, really. Welcome to the wonderful world of applying for jobs. Uh, welcome to the real life. They probably applied to at least 100 before I found my job. Wow. Okay, so uh, I've been playing uh, a few mobile games, um, and I was I was actually planning on playing a bunch of the you know games that were in that humble bundle, and I was going to review a couple of those, but I never got around to those. Uh, the game that I did play a bit was Mass Effect Infiltrator, um, which of course is the Android and iOS kind of tie-in to Mass Effect Three, um, where you play as oh my gosh, I don't remember his name. He's a Cerberus agent. <laughs> and, and, Clearly you uh, love this game a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's... You, you know, you pick it up for five minutes, and you play for a little bit, and then you put it down, because that's the way that it goes when you're playing on your tablet, right? Um, and so it's a little, it's kind of hard for them to, you know, feed me the story in a traditional Mass Effect way um, and and have it still be memorable. Um, but yeah, so so you're playing as a, as a Cerberus agent... And you know they they send you off on like a normal mission to to begin with you know to to teach you kind of the the mechanics of the game, and the mechanics um they're all right they're not the best um the movement is is a um you know emulated dual analog stick control system which isn't my favorite I don't really like uh when they when they try to pretend to do analog sticks um. But then the rest of the controls are are pretty reasonable. You know, you tap on an enemy to kind of start shooting at them, and uh, and then you can um, slightly rotate while you're shooting at them so that you can you know zoom in on their head instead of you know just shooting at like their arms or whatever. Um, so it it does take a little bit of skill to shoot. You know, um, in order to use your powers or you know to select a different weapon, you kind of swipe in from the corners, um, which I thought was a really creative way to use a touchscreen. Um, instead of you know like you know scrolling on your on your mouse or whatever to change weapons, right. um, and then um, there isn't really any you know in Mass Effect you know you you're there's a lot of dialogue options and you know to to give you Paragon and Renegade uh, choices to Wait, there's do. dialogue in Mass Effect. What? <laughs> well, in this one there aren't any real dialogue options, but what? every once in a while, every once in a while you'll find like some innocent uh, um there's scientist. a woman in your room again. Yes. She's here a lot. <laughs> Not because of me though. Is this the same one? Yeah, that's Taylor. <laughs> She's just not wearing a sweatshirt. That's why. Right. Um she wait is she that's Declan's girlfriend. Declan's okay. Yeah. Hey Taylor, do you want to be on the show sometime? Awesome. <laughs> um and that, Matt, is how you meet women. <laughs> um what was I talking about? Right. Um, so instead of having dialogue options, you like every once in a while you'll come into a room and there's like some scientist cowering there and you can either decide to spare them or kill them. It's a completely binary choice and it kind of reminds me of, you know, in Knights of the Old Republic, the difference between light side and dark side choices are just like so extreme um, that, it, that it just seems ridiculous. Um, the so your choices are clearly either... Uh, you know, you have to save the orphanage or kill a box of kittens. Or, exactly. <laughs> Set the box of kittens on fire and hold them in there while they burn. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> um, so, Sounds I mean, delicious. it's definitely not the same quality as I'm used to from Mass Effect. Um, the voice acting <laughs> did not impress me, especially, like, there's this Volus who keeps talking to me over a PA system, and he 
at one point he literally like said out loud like phew like uh, he was relieved about something and he said phew p h e w um i bought the game you know so that i could go and, and get the the bon- the uh, galactic readiness bonuses that you get in the in the core game mass effect 3 um I wouldn't really recommend this game for eight bucks or whatever it is uh, on a mobile device because it, you know if if you're if you're not completely dedicated to Mass Effect, it's not really worth it. So that was Mass Effect Infiltrator. Sounds good. Yep. So what's going on this next week? Um, the calendar says that we have Gears of War Judgment coming up and. The Walking Dead Survival Instinct. Oh, wait, no. Those are last weeks. Those are last weeks. Oh, my gosh, last weeks. So Gears of War Judgment uh, is out, and Kyle is holding it in front of the camera. I am indeed. Although, I I didn't really have enough to say about it to do a full review, because all that I've really done was get on for, like, a couple of hours with my friends and, you know, drink with them while playing it. So I don't remember a whole lot of it, but what I do... (laughs) What I do remember about it is that it, it plays a lot like uh, any Gears of War game does. So if you're like the Gears of War games, get pick up this game. It seems fantastic, and it's more of the same. And so, that's what Gears of War fans come to expect about their games. Basically, we know that it runs on the Xbox. And yes. You can move around and shoot things. You can move around and shoot things. Awesome. Yes. And then uh, The Walking Dead Survival Instinct came out. That's the uh, first-person adaptation of the walking dead tv show it's uh it's supposed to be it's a prequel to the tv show and you're playing as uh meryl and daryl so where does Uh, clementine come into this it does not she does not because that's completely different damn it i want it to be more like the telltale game also i saw um some really broken mechanics there's a video on youtube about how all the mechanics or how there were so many of the mechanics in that game that were just broken and not yeah. working well. Yeah, I've heard some pretty bad things about this game. So... No, no thanks. I, I, I was definitely very apprehensive about going out and getting this game, and I didn't really want to do it until I heard more reviews about it, and I'm glad I waited, mm-hmm. because I, I'll probably spend, like, you know, 15 bucks on it, but I'm not going to spend 50. <laughs> yeah. I'll spend five when it comes out on sale during Halloween next year. There you go. Something like that. But it's 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 not worth it to go out and buy it right now. Even though when I went to go out and get Gears of War on the day that it came out, the only game that was completely sold out at Target was the Survival Instinct game. So apparently it's selling. Oh, great. Oh, God, why? Because people love The Walking Dead. That's why. It's got a wonderful comic, an amazing TV yeah. show. So people are like, look, more Walking Even an amazing Telltale game about it. About it. I, actually, I wonder if people are going, man, I've heard so many good things about The Walking Dead video game. There it is. Let's buy it. No. No, it's the other one. <laughs> I mean, you can, I can totally see people doing that, especially since uh, for a really long time it was download only, so they wouldn't have been seeing it on shelves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But it's, you know, people just need to listen to this show so they can understand the difference, you know? (laughs) So we're advertising ourselves to the people who are already listening. (laughs) Good. We understand how this works. Advertising, done. I'm assuming most of our guests probably listen. 
Most. Um, uh, mm, no. no. I mean, I invite people on here, and then, you know, while they're on, I go, so, have you listened to any of the other episodes? And they're like, no. And I'm like, are you going to listen to any of them from now on? No. Yeah. And then Caleb just straight up says to my face, this is boring. Well, that's because Caleb tends to count. He's a butt. Yeah. Clearly doesn't understand how to do a podcast. So, looking ahead this next week, uh, of course, we have Bioshock Infinite coming out. I'm so excited! Is that that coming out this week? Really? (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's coming out on Sarita's birthday. Really? The 26th? Yeah, Yeah, I'll have to say happy birthday to her while I'm playing. Um, (laughs) Call me to stop. Leave her a voicemail message. You're not going to stop. I'm in line to get... uh, Oh, wait, you you have it preloaded, so never mind. You wouldn't be in line. Exactly. Yeah, that's clearly the way to do it. Ugh. Digital lines. They're much shorter. It's just, just like me in Skyrim. Oh, yes. Especially when it, I was able to start playing it at 11 as opposed to midnight. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. I remember the Mass Effect 3 launch when Leaf was talking to me, and he lives in California because that's where he goes to school, mm-hmm. and he's talking about, like, yeah, it's only 10 o'clock, and I'm like, what are you talking about? It's 11. Oh, no. So he had, like, an extra hour of awake time to play the game. I was yeah. mad. You mad, bro? Oh, that sucks. Um, yeah, but then, uh, let's see, I think on Thursday, Tactical Intervention is launching, and Tactical Intervention is that uh, Counter-Strike that's not Counter-Strike. It, mm-hmm. it was made by uh, one of the one of the original creators of Counter-Strike, and it's uh, it looks pretty interesting. It, kind of, it looks kind of like a blend of uh, Rainbow Six and you know, but with the with the goals of of Counter Strike, hmm. Counter Terrorists versus Terrorists. Yep. Counter Terrorists win. <laughs> but then it's got you know the repelling and the the more you know squad based stuff that uh, that Rainbow Six did. Oh, so it's basically trying to make an improvement to the Counter Strike system. Basically, yeah. Sounds cool. It does. I'll I'll check it out. I might. I don't know. I forget if it costs things or if it's free to play. I prefer things that are free to play because I don't like spending money. Same. I'm kind of funny because I uh, like when I when I see a free to play game, I go, you know, I never paid any money for that, so I really have no reason to start playing it now. And so then I go and start playing the games that I already paid for because you know I'm like. I, I'm invested in these. I paid money for it, and I need to get my enjoyment out of them. So then I never get around to the free-to-play games. <laughs> I can understand that mentality. Because there's just so many games that I have on backlog, too, that I paid for and still haven't played. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, gaming. Why must you take up so much of my time? <laughs> it doesn't take up so much of my time. It takes up more of my money than my time. Yeah, that's true. Hence the backlog. Yes, that's that. That's a better way of putting it. Yes, I agree. Anything else we got coming out? Um, not this week. I don't think. Huh? Slow week. Going to yell at me for you know. I don't know who's. Something. Is anyone still in the closet that we know? What? You know. I'm here in the closet. Who's coming out? What else is coming out this week? Oh, I get it. Okay, very clever. As I said, I put my emotions away. They're, they're tucked away in some, I don't know, some drawer somewhere for the time being. Doesn't mean my wit 
is gone. Oh, snap. I mean, I have only a little bit of that anyway, but, I mean, I might as well use what I got. He feels witty. Oh, oh so, so witty. witty. I feel witty and pretty and gay. Oh, so hey, you're coming out. He's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> eh, <And> maybe. <laughs> hey, this, uh, it hasn't worked out the past couple times I've done it with the girls. Maybe it's time for a change. I, I bet guys would be much more reasonable than girls. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen some pretty bitchy gay guys. There's like, there's almost two categories of gay guys. There's the ones that are just absolutely wonderful and the nicest people on the face of the earth. And then there are the bitchy ones. Like Wonka. Sounds like human beings in oh general. Oh my gosh. Yep. Are his shoes still at camp? Did we leave those there? I think so. Oh man. Sitting underneath the locker? Yep. Yep, there'll be a camp trophy. Great. Part of the camp, um, big camp uh, scavenger hunt. Find Wonka's shoes. You know what I found in a closet earlier this week? I found those sandals that were falling apart during camp. (laughs) And And my dad was like, is there any point in keeping those? And I'm like, no. So I just threw them away. Yeah. Finally. (laughs) Took you long enough. Mm. All right, so thanks for listening, everybody, to our rantings and rambling, ramblings and And ravings and reviewings. Those ones. Probably more rantings. (laughs) All the R's. (laughs) We appreciate you listening to us, all 12 of you. Have a good week, everybody. (laughs) See you guys. Bye.